Welcome to the School of Bliss Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and making your choice to elevate, to ascend, and to tap into your higher consciousness. This is a show where we not only inspire and motivate, we give you proven strategies and route to achieving unbridled bliss. And now, your host. What's up, what's up everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the School of Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Colin Sadika. So there's this time, I was at the studio. I just put in some work, you know, for some voiceover gig. It was awesome. It was a success. So, you know, I was seated with my homie who was actually pretty much producing. And we had this conversation that was very spiritual. Now, the homie probably just needed someone to talk to. And, you know, I gave him an ear, opened up. So he told me that, you know, he's been experiencing sleep paralysis. When he recounted the things that he's been experiencing during this bouts of sleep paralysis, it was nothing positive. It was this state where you feel absolute darkness and negativity. And even the chills that run through your spine are pretty much indicative of something very dark and sinister. He went ahead and recounted to me how during this sleep paralysis, you know, he couldn't move his body. Pretty much everything from his neck downwards, he couldn't move it. Couldn't open his mouth. He could open his eyes, of course. He could see what's happening inside his room. He told me he could see these dark figures. Apart from the sleep paralysis and seeing these figures in his room, brother also got into some lucid dreaming where he'd see these figures or these entities that would take up the form of a loved one. I see so many people talking about, you know, so-and-so came to my dream. My loved one came from my dream. My grandma came to my dream. My so-and-so who passed on came to my dream. Yeah, I want to set the record straight. I want to tell you all right now, our loved ones who passed on do not have the ability to actually come to our dreams. So what's pretty much happening is there's a low vibration entity that's taking up the form of our loved ones. These entities can take up the form of anything including that pet that you loved so much, that pet that you were pretty much parent to, that pet that died five years ago, they can absolutely take the form of such a creature and actually, you know, masquerade just to elicit these emotions and get closer to you. But always the intention is sinister. Aside from all of that, you know, some of you all are very familiar with sleep paralysis. Some of you all have experienced it firsthand. You know, it is horrible. You can imagine just being in a situation where you can't move. You can't talk. You know, you can only open your eyes. Literally feels like you're about to die. And the truth is, so many people die during sleep paralysis. People feel things. People see things. And damn right, people hear things as well. And during this thing, the energy is always very negative. It's always very dark. Science will always try to have a rationale for the things that unfold in our physical plane or on earth. So according to science, you know, sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious, but being unable to move. And it occurs when a person passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. According to science, during these transitions, you may be unable to move or speak for some time. And most people experience pressure on the chest and some choking during these bouts of sleep paralysis. 
Now I'm going to tell you, without any fear of contradiction, that sleep paralysis is actually caused by a low vibration entity. You all call them demons. You know, the pressure on the chest and the choking is pretty much a physical manifestation of actions being perpetrated by this entity. These attacks normally carry out, especially if these entities sense an open door through which they can come through. Now, aren't you to understand that these entities exist on the astral plane and we exist on the physical plane. During sleep time, our souls do not rest as well because being weary and being tired is a thing for a physical body, but our soul does not sleep, our spirit doesn't sleep. And the things that you see during your dreams, during dream time, these are things that you see with the eyes of your mind, which is your soul. You do not see these things with your physical eyes because your physical eyes are shut. I've seen some influential figures online talking about sleep paralysis is a gift encouraging kids not to fear or not to worry about sleep paralysis because it's a gift sleep paralysis is not a gift that's a lie from hell and that is why i always say you know you need to guide the younger generation the young people around you that need a lot of guidance you need to guide them so they don't get this deception and this facade that's being put out there especially by you know some figures that they look up to now, everything that you see in your dreams is pretty much an interaction between your soul and the astral realm. In the dream state, your soul connects with the spiritual realm. So you could connect to the heavenly realm or the demonic realm. And at times you could just have some human dreams induced by your thoughts, your fears, your environment, and, you know, many other things. But let me set the record straight. We lose all control of our physical faculties when we are asleep. This could definitely leave us vulnerable and susceptible to demonic attacks. Now, you need to understand that when your guard is down, that's when these entities want to pounce. They're very strategic. They behave like proper predators. And they wait for that moment when you're most vulnerable. Then they want to come through. And the goal is to torment you. You know, you can never have a friend that's a low vibration entity that's looking out for you. They detest humanity. They have absolute hate, burning hate for humanity. They're constantly seeking to destroy. Now, for those of y'all who've experienced this sleep paralysis and been in a state of total anxiety and absolute fear, if you give in to this sleep paralysis and you let it take its course, the next thing that actually happens is astral projection, or some people will call it astral travel. So this is pretty much when you get out of your body and you're traveling in the astral plane or in the astral realm. Now you need to understand that when you leave your body, you access the astral plane with your astral body. So low vibration entities want you to actually astral project because then you're completely vulnerable. Your soul and your body are easily accessed by low vibrational entities. And I can pretty much call it illegal access of the spiritual realm. Because what's guiding you to that place is not a high vibration entity. It's a low vibration entity. And during astral projection, which some people have done growing up, some people do it from time to time, some people have done it once and vowed never to do it again, because of what they've experienced out there, 
the real danger is actually not being able to return to the body. If you're not able to return to the body, that means that's it. You'll be stuck in the astral realm and in the physical realm, there's going to be a manifestation of your demise. Now, what connects our physical bodies to our soul is something called a silver cord. Assuming you travel out of your body and then your silver cord is damaged or severed in one way or another, you're totally fucked. Because then that's the end of your physical existence. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers are going to be at your funeral saying, Oh, he was such an awesome individual. Oh, she was such an awesome individual. Talking about you died peacefully in your sleep. When the reality is, you know, you've been doing some illegal interdimensional astral travel. When we're in physical danger, I want you to think of a situation where you are walking along a path right before you comes this horribly formed animal. Or let's just say, okay, let's just make it as uh, relatable as possible. You see this python that is massive. The instincts of the python are probably to attack you because it finds you to be a threat. And you turn to the left, you turn to the right. There's pretty much nowhere you can go. What happens? Your heart will literally beat out of your chest. Now that type of heartbeat is what people experiencing sleep paralysis also feel when they wake up. When we are in physical danger, the heart will beat so hard. And when we are in a spiritual attack, the soul understands that it is a spiritual attack. The soul understands that this is a negative situation or a very dark situation. So exactly what your soul feels will manifest on your body. And that's pretty much a panic attack. You know, your heart beating proper. And you know, just having this heightened sense of anxiety. Right before I made this episode, I reached out to one of my female friends who's been, uh, you know, a very good friend for a while. And, you know, I like to get perspective from different encounters and from people who live in the real world and experience some real shit. And, you know, pretty much be in tune with the reality of the matter. So I asked her if she's had astral travel experiences because I know what she's into. You know, I can't just reach out to anyone and be like, hey, brother, uh, do you astral project? You know, no, no, no. There's, there's people who don't even know what that is. And some people actually do it and they don't even understand. They just think it's a dream. So she tells me she's been very curious about the mysteries of the universe and she had this deep desire to explore beyond the confines of her physical body. Now, she didn't understand that her journey into astral projection would actually open up, you know, this series of terrifying bouts of sleep paralysis. So one night, as she lay in bed, she found herself trapped in a state of sleep paralysis. She wasn't able to move or speak and she felt this overwhelming sense of dread just wash over her. The truth is, this sense of dread that she was feeling was actually a very negative presence inside the room. So some shadows started dancing in the corners of her room and this entity just seemed to lack just beyond her sight. Because, you know, she could open her eyes, but she couldn't move. And it was during this paralyzing experience that her consciousness began to detach from her physical uh, form. And, you know, what you seek is actually what you encounter. This is something she really, really wanted. And this is something she she re researched about. And she was pretty much very, very curious about. She started floating above her body. And she started getting very excited. 
but it was this excitement mingled with fear. Because you know her thing was she wants to see what's happening beyond the physical realm. She marveled at the realm that she could uh, finally interact with. She says it was filled with these vibrant colors and shimmering energies. But as she ventured further, because you know it's like you're flying. So she's floating in space and she's pretty much just flying through the astral plane. So she encountered some very foul entities that sought to latch onto her spirit. And you need to understand, you know, as much as people make it this trend, this new age thing that you can do, people making tutorials about how you can do it in five minutes just for clicks and likes. They won't tell you that what you encounter out there is not just colors and, and, and shimmering energy. The truth is you will encounter some malevolent entities. So these dark beings were able to access her because she opened the door wide open and they started whispering these sinister things to her and tormented her proper, you know, with some very, very horrible nightmares and visions. She actually now got conscious of the fact that her astral projection had become a gateway for these entities to enter her life. She was so terrified and she vowed to never venture into that bullshit again. So with the newfound knowledge, uh, she embraced a path of healing and spiritual growth and seeking guidance and protection. And she learned how to cultivate positive energy, surround herself with, uh, you know, the light, and pretty much establish some strong boundaries. Over time, and this was a battle that she, ha she, she actually had to fight for a while, and over time, she regained control over these episodes and they, 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 they went away pretty much. This gave her an opportunity to actually do some self-reflection and pretty much invite inner peace. I need you all to understand that this is an individual that was led to this type of interdimensional travel through ignorance. People, people won't tell you this. But that's how you open some doors to some really, really dark entities and presence to actually enter your life and torment you. This shit causes depression, causes suicide. You know what I'm saying? And this is actually very dark, by the way. This is very, very dark. If you've been sleeping in peace in your room for years, and then one night you see a figure looking right at you a figure that doesn't have a form you know this dark figure that's terrifying and you feel the chills running through your spine <coughs> trust me that's gonna break you that's gonna absolutely break you how would you want to be in that type of position to be honest now i want you to know that so many people around you are asleep you look around you if you check out your surroundings properly so many people are just going through the paces you know just going through the motions every day People are asleep. Consciousness is a thing that is not very common today. And I just want to let you all know that spiritual warfare is real. Spiritual warfare is real. There's some things actually when you do them, you pretty much open doors through which this negative and dark energy can enter your life. I'm just going to go through them real quick, you know, as a wind up. Because, I mean, if I want to talk about this, you know, I'm going to have to make it. If I want to talk about it, like, at length, 
I'm gonna have to make a part two. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a part two. But watching horror movies, you sit down in your living room and you're enjoying watch, watching horror movies. And what they what these movies do is they depict evil. That's number one. Like they're so dark, they depict evil. And some of these movies are actually engraved with some curses. There's a horror movie that I that I looked at. And even before I could play it, it said this movie could have some consequences, some physical consequences due to some curses that have been uttered in this movie. So proceed with caution. I was like, fuck that shit. I ain't watching that shit. You know what I'm saying? At times you open these doors through horror movies. Sometimes you could see some things that seem fashionable online. These are pretty much occult rituals and practices like tarot card reading yo tarot card reading is actually demonic so if you didn't know now you know tarot card reading could actually open you up to these things and at the same time horoscopes i was a big fan of horoscopes and i would read my horoscopes all the time until i actually my eyes were opened and i realized that it is it, it is occultic there's this thing called uji boards that I see online, people playing with Uji boards. Uji boards are very demonic. They're very demonic. It's literally divination. So if you're engaging in divination, you're opening the door wide open. Now, aside from these things, simple things that we actually look down upon, things like surrounding yourself with negative influences and people who engage in some toxic and harmful behaviors. These are also things that will open you up because, you know, bad company pretty much corrupts good morals. So that's something, that's something you definitely have to keep tabs on. Dwelling on negative thoughts and emotions can also attract some really, really bad energy. If you've been going through some shit, I normally have, I made this thing called the one positive rule. In every negative situation, you will always find one positive. And so if you can go with that one positive, it can enable you to look at things from a perspective of more positivity rather than dwelling on the negative aspect. And I agree, some things, some negative things will happen from time to time. Okay, it's just the balance of the universe. But if you can point out just one single thing every single day, there's a positive thing that you can point out. I call it the one positive rule. And I made this thing and I'm proud to say that it has worked for me. And you can try it and tell me what you feel. I always say holding on to grudges. Grudges normally build something called resentment. Resentment, like I always say, resentment is a cancer that can create this negative energy that is so bad that will lower your vibrations so low. This will definitely open some doors to some low vibration entities to come in because y'all are vibrating at the same place, at a very low place. If you've been neglecting self-care and your well-being, it's going to reflect in the spiritual as well. It's going to leave you very vulnerable to negative energies. Last but not least, if you want to enjoy your alcohol, do it with moderation. I'm sure you've, you've experienced this scenario where an individual binges so hard on alcohol that they actually forget the events that unfolded the previous evening or the previous night. And the next day they're asking you, what went down? How did I get to this crib? How did I even sleep on this bed? Now, I'm going to tell you how that happens. 
When you drink alcohol, your consciousness cannot stay with you because you vibrate very low. Alcohol is one of the drinks that actually lowers the human vibration. Your positive energy pretty much just is lowered and lowered and lowered to a very low place. And your higher self cannot ride on a vessel that is very low on energy. So a negative uh, vibration entity or low vibration entity is going to ride your vessel for a while. That's why the dumbest shit is done by drunk people. Like super drunk people will do some really, really dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? I know these brothers that were very good friends and they exchanged some proper blows. You know what I'm saying? They created this boxing event for fellow drunkards to enjoy. And because it's a very negative activity, other people who are vibrating low will enjoy it. So people enjoy the show. Brothers gave each other proper, proper beatings. You know what I'm saying? So the next day, they're all drenched in blood. Okay, not really drenched, but their shots are covered in blood. They have these wounds. They're feeling pain. They don't even remember how they fought. You can imagine that type of destruction. I'm going to have to make a part two for this because, I mean, it's deep. You know, I'm going to have to delve deeper and deeper. So I'm going to have to make a part two. But meanwhile, I just want to let you know, if you want to stay away from negativity, surround yourself with positivity. Don't open yourself up to negativity because you're a human being. You're a high vibrational being. You are the light. You know what I'm saying? Like I always say, in everything you do, do it with excellence. And every day, go out there and be badass in every aspect of your being. If you tuned in to this point of the podcast, I want to register my gratitude to you. You're amazing. And the School of Bliss podcast wouldn't be what it is without y'all. Appreciate y'all. Bless y'all. Colin Sadika, signing out.